Hey, everybody. Welcome back to It's Only Embarrassing If You're Embarrassed podcast. This podcast is a place where we normalize all things anxiety, depression, mental health, faith, grief, divorce, and navigating life in your 20s and 30s. So this is an episode of Faith Friday, which is a segment that I do every Friday where we talk about different challenges and things we encounter in the world of faith. And so this episode is going to be talking a little bit about my faith routine, if you want to call it that. And I want to preface by saying this faith routine that I have, one, it took me probably like the past two years to slowly build. And by that, I mean... It started with a small piece and then it's evolved to what personally works for me. So as you're listening to this, if you're like, oh my gosh, Madison, this is a ridiculous amount of things you do every day. Don't think of that as one, what you have to do or two, as maybe a reasonable place to start. Maybe one thing is a reasonable place to start. Probably not all the things I'm going to list off today. So that's what we're going to be talking about this episode But before we get into that, I wanted to give you guys a little life update. So if you've been following along, I have been in a war with my HOA since I moved in over the fact that when I moved in, my door was white. And according to the HOA, my door should have been beige. So this is like evidently a big to do in the world of HOA. So they write me to tell me that I need to paint my door beige. I write them back to tell them it's been this color the whole time I moved in. So where's your policy that says that I need to have a beige door and why wasn't this addressed before I moved in? So there's basically no response to this. So I file a complaint being like, hey, this is pretty ridiculous that you guys are like sending me notices about painting my door from white to beige and like nobody's answered any of my questions. So after I file this complaint, they send me a letter saying that they're going to fine me $100 a day if I don't paint my door from white to beige. So at this point, I lose my mind. So I end up having a hearing with the HOA this past Tuesday. And so I don't know if you guys have ever been to an HOA hearing. I personally haven't. This is my first HOA experience. I had no idea what to expect. So I go into this HOA meeting, which I would like to let you know is in like the back room of like a public library with like folding chairs and tables. And it's literally just like eight strangers sitting around a folding table And then you get there and then you have to like go grab your folding chair and like pull up your folding chair and sit with these people. So whenever I came, I literally had like a whole speech planned. And so my whole speech was basically like, hey, I've lived here for seven months and somehow I'm now sitting in an HOA hearing over my door being painted a color that I didn't even paint it. And you guys threatening to find me a hundred dollars a day for a policy you don't have. Like this whole thing is super ridiculous. And then I went through just kind of the series of events, how I felt like it was them like threatening to find me was like retaliation for me filing a complaint. And I go through this whole spiel, right? And so I get done and there's this one guy who's like, yeah, well, you know, the door just needs to be beige. And I was like, right, but you didn't answer any of my questions, which are, where's your policy that says that my door needs to be painted beige? And what are the requirements? Like, where did I sign this? Like, you, you still don't answer any of my questions. So he gives this other guy that's sitting there a look, like totally like the look of like, this one's a little too crazy for me. Let's see if you can do anything with her. 
So then new guy mansplains to me for no less than five minutes that uh, this is a very unfair situation and this is very unfortunate and not something that probably should have ever happened. And it sucks that I'm in this situation, but George's going to need to be beige. So he goes through but this to this in like a five minute condescending spiel. So as he's going through this, I'm like, Madison, don't make a scene until he finishes. And like you verify that he's like confirming that like the verdict is nothing. Like the verdict is too bad. It needs to be beige. Too bad. So he gets done and I'm like, okay, so basically what you're telling me is that the solution is nothing. The solution is you think that it's very unfair. It's very unfortunate that I'm in this situation. Not a very common thing that pops up, but like too bad. Like that doesn't work for me. If that works for me, I wouldn't be sitting here at a hearing right now. So we go back and forth for a little while. And then finally, this woman who has not spoken the entire meeting chimes in and she's like, hey, so real quick, I don't understand why this girl is here because the HOA bylaws state that we're responsible for the entire exterior of the house, including the front door. So if the front door needs to be painted or replaced, that's our responsibility. So I don't understand why this girl's here. You guys, it was silence. My jaw on the floor. So... The guy that was mansplaining to me, he is like turning red. He whips his head around. He starts going back and forth with this woman about how that is not the case. And it is our responsibility and they do take care of it, but they take care of it in a work order process. (laughs) And the woman's like, okay, so she's sitting here because there's a work order process for her door to get painted. And we didn't tell her about it. Like that's also like not a good look. And so then the original guy, then he starts like like going at it in the conversation. So at this point, all the HOA people are arguing amongst themselves over how this woman is like the bylaws say that this is our responsibility. And then this guy's like, there's a work order process. This other guy's like, it's not our responsibility. And she's like, then why is it in the bylaws? It's this whole scene that's unfolding. Right. And I'm just sitting there like literally jaws on the floor. I'm just like, I wonder how long this is going to go on. So finally She's like, oh, and another thing, we still haven't addressed her original question, which is like, why did she buy a place that wasn't up to like our expectations? And why is there not a checks and balances in place to make sure that if somebody moves out and sells a house and somebody else buys it, that they're not inheriting problems that they have to pay money to fix. And this old man who's been sitting in the corner, who's no less than 90 years old, he's been sitting in the corner with a mask on the whole time. He whips his mask off and he's like... Well, all the housing listings that come up, I I check all of them out to make sure that those houses are up to code. And we're all just looking at him like, if you think that's the solution, dude, like we are not on the same page. So we all just kind of like don't really acknowledge that he spoke. And then finally, the original ringleader, he's like, hey, so yeah, clearly we don't really have a solution right now. And we kind of need to obviously discuss a few things amongst ourselves and like get back to you on this. I was like, yeah, this whole thing was pretty ridiculous and an incredible waste of my time. So literally all of you wasted my time, except for you, sweetheart. So appreciate your help and your energy. Rest of you waste of my time. And then I stormed out. And that's a real story. So then I called my mom. I was like, mom, my HOA hearing. She's like, yeah, how'd it go? I was like, well, I made a scene. I was like, not enough of a scene that I have to move, but enough of a scene that like, I don't think they'll be writing me over the color of my door anymore. (laughs) So that is like the real, real life update. So I haven't heard from them since this. They'll get back to me because they don't know what the deal is with my door. And uh, so I just wanted to keep it real on this podcast because we're talking about all things adulting. And I never knew that you could end up in this situation with an HOA. So I'm just sharing what I learn as I go along the journey with you guys. Cool. So back to why we're here, which is my faith routine. 
So I personally have a pretty bad anxiety that generally starts first thing in the morning. And so since I know that my anxiety starts in the morning, my faith routine is really focused around being able to start my morning with intention and being able to start my morning by getting centered in faith and prayer. So what that looks like for me is whenever I first wake up, I try to meditate. And if you're listening to this and you're like, oh my God, I do not want to be alone with my thoughts. Same. That was my thought about meditating. And if you're not sure about meditating, just try like a 10 minute guided meditation on YouTube. You'll have some sounds and a voice and just somebody kind of guiding you through the process. But Normally, I try to do a meditation every morning where I use that time to pray and I kind of go through basically like a visualization practice that I think I've shared on the podcast before where basically I'll go through like anything that's like stressing me out that day in my meditation and I'll basically like visualize myself like putting that worry or that concern in a box and then like giving that box to my higher power. Of basically like, hey, here's something that I don't have any control over. I don't have any power over. I would like to give this thing to you so I can not let it take up all of my brain space today. So that's something that I do that personally has been really cool for me to do that just kind of time in meditation and prayer with really that kind of like visualization of like giving up anxieties. So then I get up and I normally have like a little breakfast snack and I read my devotional. So I have a devotional book that is called The Language of Letting Go, and it is Daily Meditations on Codependency. And if you guys don't know about codependency, it's like super prevalent in people who have mental illness or addictive personalities or different things like that. So I learned this the hard way. And so now I do a little daily meditation. It'll be focused on letting things go and not letting other people's reactions to things trigger you, learning how to take care of yourself in a way that is good for your mental health, just all sorts of different things. Then I actually got a, one of those like new editions of the Bible that's like pretty easy to understand. And I started reading that and I started reading the book of Psalms and I have just been going through now. Now I'm in Proverbs and I just read like a couple pages every day, depending on how much time I have in the morning. And that's been really cool because where I started is really just talking about God's promises. And that has been just really cool to learn more about. So then I normally start getting ready. And while I'm getting ready, normally I listen to Joyce Meyer Ministries devotional and she does basically like a 15 minute devotional podcast every day and a 30 minute devotional podcast every day. So normally I listen to like the short one while I'm getting ready and the long one while I'm going to work. And so this, she talks about literally anything and everything. So it's super cool because she shares her life experience and how her journey with faith has impacted that in a way that's super relatable, super cool in a way that I really appreciate. So So then the last thing that I do, if I have time, is I will do guided affirmations, literally like a guided affirmations video on YouTube, and it will just be a really good practice to set my mindset on what what I want to be intentional about, and also helps to really just build your confidence in yourself as well. 
So then normally when I'm like walking out the door on the way to work, I'll be like, okay, I want to set my intentions for the day. I want to be patient, professional, and confident today when I go through my day. I'll literally like just say something like that in my mind, basically of like, okay, I'm walking out the door to go to work. Here's my intention for the day. Or if I'm not working that day, hey, I want to be present and understanding and kind when I leave today, like, you know, whatever it is. After that, I am ready for the day. So I know you're listening to this and you're like, oh my God, Madison, that seems like you're literally doing this for four hours in the morning. Who has the time? So it does seem like a lot, trust me. But the longest activity I do is normally I do a 10 minute guided meditation. And that is the longest amount of time that I spend on literally any of these things with the exception of the Joyce devotionals. But I just listen to those like in the car while I'm getting ready, whatever that looks like. And also, I don't have time to do all these things every day. So today, for example, I literally had time to do a small meditation and prayer, listen to my Joyce devotionals, and set my intentions for the day because I had to leave super early to travel for work. So on like a Saturday morning, I love to go through and do all these different things. But during the rest of the week, I don't always have time to get all these things done every day. And I think that's very important is like whatever routine you set up, you don't have to have 10 things on your routine, do them every day and then be like, oh, I didn't do them today. I'm a failure. Like don't make it a practice like that. Make it a practice of whatever adds to your day that day. That's what you're going to do. And that's what you're going to set your intentions for. And it will really help you from there. So I really want to encourage you guys to pick what works for you for a faith routine, for a morning routine, for an anti-anxiety routine, really whatever you want to call it. And really, I have just found that this practice has been so, so helpful when it has come to me being able to set my mind and my intention for the day and to not get caught up and bogged down by the things that pop up in life. So that's really why I wanted to share this with you guys, just because it's been a long journey that I've been starting to incorporate these things a little bit at a time over the past couple years. But now that I'm here and I have a faith routine that works, I just wanted to share that with you guys. So if you guys are listening to this episode and you are like, ooh, somebody I know could really benefit from hearing this, please share with a friend. If you guys like this episode, please follow along. You can subscribe to the page. You can write me a five-star review. And if you guys did not know, it's only embarrassing if your embarrassed podcast actually does episodes every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Monday is Mental Health Monday, where we unpack something in the world of mental health. Faith Friday is unpacking the world of faith and my journey there. And Wednesday is really just whatever y'all want to hear or whatever I've got going on. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And as always, happy healing, babes.